Welcome to the very first episode of Why Are Old Games So Hard? A podcast where a teenager who's very bad at games plays games that were released before he was born. I was born 2003, so I got 20 years of games to go through. It's really one of the golden ages. Well, if this isn't the golden age. And this week, well, I'm going to start off simple. I'm going to talk about game that was released by Capcom for the NES. And it's quite popular, so most people know what it is. It's called Mega Man, or some people call it Rock Man, which I don't, I don't know where that one came from. This game was released on December 17th of 1987, making it quite a retro game. And I'm going to rate it on a couple things. I'm going to rate it on my enjoyment of it, how difficult I would say it was, and what I recommend it to others. So first, let's go through a quick overview. Mega Man is a story about playing, well, story in quotation marks, because the first one doesn't really give you anything if you're just playing the game. But it does give you, well, there was booklets for him and everything, but just by playing the game, you are Mega Man, a blue robot who shoots basically what's known to the Mega Man community as he shoots lemons. And you're taking down what are known as Robot Masters, which are just bosses. There's Cut Man, Guts Man, Ice Man, Bomb Man, Fire Man, and Elec Man. All of them are quite self-explanatory. Cut Man literally just has a pair of scissors on his head. Guts Man can pick up stuff that's heavy because he's big and gutsy. Ice Man freezes stuff. Bomb Man blows stuff up. Fire Man doesn't put out fires. Not like a normal Fire Man. He makes fires. And Elect Man, who shoots electricity. Who'd have thought, right? And as you're playing through all of these different games, well, these bosses, they each have their own level that's themed around them. I went through, and I actually used a guide because I really suck at video games, and I, I did it in the order that was recommended, which would be Cut Man, because Cut Man is supposed to be the easiest, then Guts Man, then Elect Man, because... <sighs> yeah. And as you go through... As you defeat each of these enemies, you obtain their abilities. And so when you kill Cutman, you get his, I think it's called like a cut roller. Well, I don't remember exactly what the gun's called, but you obtain his weapon. Now if you switch to that weapon, you can go from shooting lemons to throwing scissors at people. And you're basically now running through stages going, Hyah, now I'm going to stab you with the scissor blade. Or when you obtain Gutsman, so you can pick up big rocks that will block your way, and you can throw them at things. There's Iceman, and you can freeze things. Bomb Man, who, who'd have thought? You can throw bombs. Fireman, you have a chargeable fire shot. And then Electman is easily what I use the most, because it just allows you to shoot ginormous crosses of electricity that pretty much kill everything in one hit. So... Me being the scummy player I am who just wants to be able to finish the game and say, hey, I beat Mega Man, which I could never do before. I did play with save states. Because, like I said, I'm a casual person who plays video games. And I'm not going to devote 40 hours of my life trying to memorize every stage to play in one sitting. Because this was released for the NES, meaning that there weren't saves. So, in order to complete this game, you are going to have to play through the entire thing in one sitting. Meaning you have to be every boss, then do the secret stages that are after that. Spoil. I don't... This game was released in 87, so if, if you're really worried about spoilers, just stop listening. 
After you beat the first six stages, it's like, ooh, now you fight the main evil guy, Dr. Wily, who has his own three stages. So the first stage you go through, and eh, it's kind of like a mashup of everything you've faced so far. And you get to the end, and you fight the most iconic, probably, Mega Man boss. The most iconic Mega Man boss called Yellow Devil. And Yellow Devil goes through, and he starts by shooting his body parts across the stage. And then he reaches that side of the stage, and he forms into a big, huge clay monster, and he shoots a couple lasers at you, and then he does it again. Meaning that you have to dodge all of his pieces that are flying at you so that you can shoot him a couple times, and then dodge them all again so you can shoot him a couple times. I really, really suck at games, so I went ye olde route of, hey Google, how am I supposed to beat this game? No, turn off phone. I didn't, I didn't mean to turn you on. Ha! Ah, they're listening. So, if you go into the speedrunning community, they have a trick called pause glitching. What happens is when you pause the game, certain things will still run. It just pauses the image. So when you pause the game, the invincibility frames that people get from shooting them will wear out. So that means if I shoot a robot master, one of the bosses, they will get a couple seconds of invincibility where I cannot shoot them. If I pause it while they are invincible, the invincibility will run out. So therefore, I can instantly hit them again. What this allows you to do is get a piercing weapon, much like the Elecman electric shot, and you would shoot it, pause the game as soon as it connects with them, wait for their invincibility to run out, pause, unpause, wait for the invincibility to run out, pause, unpause, wait for the invincibility to run out, pause, unpause, and etc., etc. Because this basically allows you to cheat. It allows you to not have to fight the bosses, which the stages are already hard enough for me, so, uh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> so, did I really beat the game? No. Did I reach the end screen? Yes. And this works with almost every boss in the game. With the exception of, um, it's really hard for Yellow Devil because you can only hit, like, his little teeny tiny eye for, like, two seconds. So, which means you're gonna have a hard time doing that. Um, there's a little bubble bot at the end that doesn't even let you know when you're hitting it. So you have to hit it manually. And then you there's two phases for a Wily's boss, so you have to beat the first and then you have then you can use it on the second. So as I'm going through this game, I I try and play it for about a week, for half an hour a week. Half an hour a day for a week to see if this is easily accessible to somebody who doesn't have a lot of time. And in that time span of just playing that half hour a week, I got through about the first three stages. Because these games don't really tell you what to do. They just, here's your character, go. Which is why they have good booklets when they were released. So, would I say this game is easily accessible to people who aren't hardcore fans of the series? No. I would recommend just go pick up one of the later games. So like Mega Man Legacy or Mega Man X, because these all contain saves. Therefore, you can stop your progress, come back later. Because you cannot play this game without save states, unless you're ready to sit down for an almost four-hour commitment to just play through the game. That's without dying. Because <laughs> there, there are checkpoints throughout each stage, and they don't tell you those checkpoints happen. So as you're playing through, you're just like, oh, I hope I don't have to redo this section. 
Like, for instance, in Gutsman stage, the very beginning segment is platforming. So you're moving across these moving platforms, it'll drop out from under you, and if you fall, you instantly die. And you get three lives. Therefore, so let's say it takes you two lives to get through this instant drop section. After dying 30,000 times, you get to your game over and you redo it. So it takes you two lives to get through this section. Then, you come back, and as you go forward, you die to an enemy in the next screen right after you beat this platform segment. It, you don't know if you got a checkpoint or not, but you might have to go back and redo the platforming segment again. Now, people will be like, well, you should be getting better at it as you keep playing. Like I said, I'm saying if somebody average were to play this who isn't, like, super adapting to games, then, yeah, they're going to have a hard time with this. They're going to get frustrated and they're not going to like it. But it is it is still enjoyable to play because this game still has a lot of features that you'd see in modern-day games. You can switch weapons through a menu. You can... It still holds up in platforming. It, well, it's a little stiff, but it still holds up to platforming of Mario and others. And specifically, honestly, it has a level select screen. There are a lot of games from this era that had that. A lot of it was, hey, guess what? You're going. Play through all of this. And that's just how it would work. Ah, that's how it would work. So it gives you the option to choose what you want to do next. You're not just going, 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 going. So, yeah, it gives you that option. But as you, like I said, as you continue to play, you're going to come with frustration because of how little information information it gives you. So, if you want to play this game, you can do that. And, well, it might be... You might have trouble getting your hands on it unless you rip and tear it off to play it in an emulator, or you don't, or if you somehow acquire a ROM, which I don't know how you're gonna do that, but if you acquire a ROM for it, you can play it in an emulator. So, would I recommend this game to somebody? It it's a, it's a very specific taste. I honestly I wouldn't. I wouldn't go up to somebody and be like, hey, you like video games, you should play the first Mega Man game. Because unless you like that kind of game, you're not going to enjoy this game. Do I? Did I enjoy it? Eh, I played it on a long car ride, so. So I had enough time to just sit and make all the mistakes and be like, oh, okay, and then come back, and oh, okay, and then go back. and. But would I have beat that game without saves coming? Absolutely not. I think it took me took me over an hour to beat the second boss in the Wily stages because I didn't understand how it worked. Because the second boss, the stage is super easy. But the boss itself, how it works, is this um it's a it's in the story it's a sewer cleaning robot and how it works is it'll come in through one of the uh, sides of the boss room and it'll go in a circle around well a square around you and shoot shoot at you which is pretty easy to dodge and you kill it and there's rocks in the center you can throw with it throw at it that will almost instantly kill it okay they will instantly kill it so you're just like oh okay that was easy a couple seconds later another one comes in this one's faster harder to dodge you have to kill it in one sweep so that you can still jump over it you get that one down okay Another one comes in. So, as I'm fighting this, I'm 
trying to figure out when does it end? Because there's no indication of how far you are into it. There's no health bar for it. And just as you keep going, you're just like, how, how many are these? How many are there? How many? There are seven. So you have to kill the exact same enemy, just that gets faster and faster, seven times. Which, honestly, I did not enjoy. I sat there and reloaded a save with three lives on it right before the boss. Tried to fight the boss, died. Tried to fight the boss, died. Tried to fight the boss, died. Reloaded my save so I didn't have to redo the entire stage. Tried to fight the boss died and yes you might be saying well eventually you get used to it and then you can fight it normally mind you if I wasn't playing with saves and I was playing the normal way it already took me with saves almost an hour just to get get used to it and figure out how to do it okay that's not true it took me probably half an hour so but if, that, if I'm an average person working 9 to 5 job, that's all the time I would probably have to play that game. So if I'm using my entire time to try and learn a boss pattern while replaying a stage every third time I die, I'm not going to beat that boss. So let's say I come back again. Say I come back with an hour. Then yeah, I might get through a singular stage. But then you remember... None of your progress is saved unless you have an emulator that has save states. Therefore, all of this progress, if you're not doing it all in one sitting, is gone. It's kaput. Was the game fun? Like I said, kinda. It was teeth-grindingly fun. Where you, you get frustrated with it, but it's a good frustration, and you get the relief when you finally beat it. But accessibility-wise, to an average person, no, I wouldn't recommend this game. Difficulty-wise, probably give it a 7 out of 10. It's not built to be difficult, it's just not easy. And not having the ability to save just makes it that one bit harder. But, this game would go on to make a, make a legacy, therefore why it's called the Legacy Collection. There are currently one, two, holy, dear, sweet baby Jesus, I didn't even know there are that many. Okay. I'm just going to read all of the games that are currently there. There's several series, being the Mega Man series, the Mega Man X series, the Mega Man Legends series, the Mega Man Battle Network series, the Mega Man Zero series, the Mega Man ZX series, the Mega Man Star Force series, the Mega Man Ability series. So, in the original Mega Man slash Rockman games, there's Mega Man, Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, Mega Man 4, Mega Man 5, Mega Man 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So there are 11 games in just the vanilla Rockman series. Then there's the handheld releases, which were Mega Man, Dr. Wily's Revenge, Mega Man 2, well, Mega Man 2 with Roman numerals, so Mega Man II, Mega Man III, Mega Man IV, or, or also known as Mega Man World 4, and Mega Man World 5. Then would be the spin-off titles, being Mega Man and Base, Street Fighter X Mega Man, then there's the sports games, Mega Man Soccer, Mega Man Battle and Chase. Fighting games, Mega Man the Power Battle, Mega Man 2, the Power Fighters. Panic Shot, Rockman, Wily and Wright, No Rock Board, That's Paradise. That's the entire title of that one. Super Adventure Rockman. Then there's the re-releases of Mega Man, Mega Man Base, Mega Man Powered Up. 
Then there's the collections of Mega Man The Wily Wars, which was released as the first four games, I think. I want to say it's the first four games. The Rockman Complete Works, which is Rockman 1 through 6. Rockman Collection Special Box on PS2. Collection of the six Rockmans, all the way up to Rockman X7, which is, that doesn't make sense, because that'd be seven games. And that's only the first series. And that's not including mobile games, uh, spin-offs. Those are all officially licensed games. Then there's Mega Man X, which is Mega Man X, X2, X3, X4, X5, all the way up to X8, making their own spin-offs of Mega Man Extreme, Mega Man Extreme 2, Mega Man X Command Mission. And honestly... I don't understand why there are this many games. I understand why I don't understand who keeps buying them. Because I've played more than one Mega Man game. And they feel very, very similar. So unless you want the same gameplay loop over and over and over again, you are not going to keep purchasing these games. At this point, unless you're a fanboy, you're not going to keep buying these games anyways. Which, yeah, somebody's probably going to crucify me now for saying Mega Man isn't the world's best game. But Capcom, I, specifically to Capcom, stop making Mega Man games. I, I don't get it. There shouldn't be this many games in one series. Yes, it's been, uh, let's see, 87? It's been, it's been 33 years, and I think there's over 60 Mega Man games in total. Who's still buying these? Like I said, yes, it's a good game with a lasting effect, obviously. But just throwing the same gameplay loop out there over and over and over again and expecting it to draw more people in doesn't make sense. Mega Man did make it into Smash Bros, one of the biggest crossover fighters ever. Meaning he is, he he's a popular character. But I just, I don't understand. All right. If you agree with me, feel free to like and share the podcast. If you don't, well, <laughs> let me know what your thoughts are in the comments of whatever you're listening on. Uh, Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud. Thinks on Stitcher. Maybe not. I'll make sure it's on Stitcher. It's not on Spotify yet. I gotta do that. And just let me know your thoughts and feel free to suggest some games. Now, I'm going to draw the next game from a big, long, random list of... Retro games that I have acquired, randomizing. And this game was released in July 9th of 1981 by Nintendo, designed by Shigeru Miyamoto and Gunpei Yokoi. And this is Donkey Kong. So, tune in or join in or download or play next week as I go over Donkey Kong as an unexperienced, uncultured video game player. That's all I got. See you next time.